Welcome to the Kara's Cures digital show and podcast where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundlin. This episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. So did you know walking is really an important step in your mental health? Movement can boost our mood and Without it, uh, depression and anxiety can be a lot worse. Joining me now to talk more about the correlation is psychologist uh, Dr. Laura Saunders with the Institute of Living. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, Kara. Thank you for having me. You know, a lot of times I think the last thing we want to do when we're feeling down or anxious is get off the couch or do something. But why does moving our body really help our minds so much? Well, there's several different reasons. And I think, you know, since... I love Kara's Cures because we always have time to talk about things a little more in depth. So, so there's several things. Let's talk about um, just the act of moving your body. Moving your body increases, it improves your circulation. It gets your joints moving. Now, I mean, if you're 21, it may not matter so much about your joints, but for anyone over 35, keeping your body moving is really, really important. And you know, what I like to focus on and what I love about walking is that it is a sustainable activity. While some of these, you know, high intensity workouts and, and aerobic training and CrossFit and all these things, they're, you know, they might be beautiful for some people. But, you know, joining a gym, I just talked to a client last week who had joined a gym and three weeks later was not going anymore. So what we want is an activity that is sustainable. We can do it anywhere. We can do it at any time. It's in general low cost. You just need a good pair of walking shoes. And so if it's sustainable, you're more likely to do it. You're more likely to keep up with it. And that's what makes walking such a beautiful activity. And if you are struggling with your mental health, just getting outside, moving your body might have a a raising of of some of your natural hormones, but also just being in nature can really improve our our mental health. Absolutely. So what I like about walking as an activity is, is it gets you outside of your head, right? When we're in front of a screen or when we're at our desk at work or if you're in a classroom as a teacher, or sometimes if you're just in your house dealing with the chaos of day-to-day life, you need a break, right? And sometimes shutting yourself in your bedroom and locking the door could be a break, but this is a way to actually clear your mind, getting getting out of the house, getting outside. I mean, I get, a treadmill can work too, especially on a day like today where it's it's rainy, but getting yourself outside, getting some fresh air, it clears your mind. And it helps you release thoughts. I mean, some people listen to music, but you don't have to. You can think thoughts, you can release them, you can let them go. And that is an, an activity, almost like a mindfulness activity. Um, when upsetting thoughts come in, you actively release them. You say, I'm letting this go. You can do it as a mindfulness activity where you, you take you know, measured breaths in based on steps and then measured breaths out. And so that you create this sense of, rhythm and calm for your mind as well as your body. Um, So there's so many ways that that make walking such a vital, vital way to improve your mental health. In fact, I understand that a lot of people in your field, mental health professionals, uh, are really recommending in addition to talk therapy or maybe you're taking some medication, but that exercise is a really important part to getting your mental health back on track. Absolutely. Exercise is absolutely vital. And as I said, I mean, would it be great if everyone did 30 minutes of high intensity cardio 
um, you know, five to six days a week, sure, that would be beautiful. But what we want is something that you're actually going to do. I mean, plan to meet a friend, you know, have a friend walk with you, even in some of these, these times where we're always afraid to, you know, be close to people. But being outside and, and walking and talking is a beautiful activity. And sometimes it's fun to like go somewhere different, to try a different park to walk in, or even go to a different neighborhood in your town because you just want to walk in a different neighborhood or in a different area. Um, so doing things that change it up, that gives you little things to look forward to um, is what helps improve your sense of well-being. Um, so there's so many different things about walking that is so helpful. Yeah, and I know, you know, maybe you can get your company inspired if you are working. Uh, a lot of people are still working from home, but I've been reading articles that some are saying, let's take these meetings on the road. Let's walk as we do a meeting. Or, uh, I've, you know, ever since the pandemic and I've seen more people, you know, used to have more free time, maybe when they weren't in the office. Now you're noticing that people are trying to keep that in their life. You know, maybe they're putting their AirPods in and making their calls while they walk. Not exactly as head clearing, but they're getting out there and trying to incorporate some self-care with their busy day. Absolutely. And the other funny thing, I mean, I'm fortunate to work on a, you know, Institute of Living campus, right, which is a beautiful campus in, in Hartford, um, where so much of the time we used to, you know, greet people when we were walking outside on the campus. And, and a lot of that went away during during the pandemic because you were in your offices and you didn't want to see people and you, you know, you did so many meetings via Zoom. Um, but the more we can change it up, we can get outside, we can see other people, it gets us out of our own head. Sometimes what happens is if you have a couple, some stressors or, or some worries, you ruminate, you think about them over and over and over again. And honestly, there's nothing helpful about that. It doesn't solve it. It doesn't, it doesn't help you come up with a different solution. But ch a change of scenery, um, getting outside, doing something different, moving your body, it actually moves everything through your, your emotional system as well. Yeah, and I, we've done other caris cures with some of our naturopathic doctors. Just talk about even like just a minimal exercise, heart pumping, a little bit of something like walking can actually boost your serotonin, which would help us feel good. Right. And so, and again, the more things that you choose to do that get you sort of outside of yourself and sometimes even a little bit outside your comfort zone. So the more, you know, well, I don't know if I, you know, feel, feel comfortable walking by myself. Well, then just try walking up and down the block or just around the corner, right? Do small things to kind of push yourself outside your comfort zone. And it absolutely boosts your serotonin and makes you feel better about yourself. What about teens? Uh, I, I think they, and they, they hate walking. They'd rather do anything but, at least, I don't know, mine does if I want to go for a walk. But it, it, so many teens are struggling with their mental health. We just had a story about the kids in Killingly who are begging for mental health services because they have such a crisis there. Um, do you also encourage your teen and your, your young patients to incorporate some sort of exercise to help shift their anxiety or their depression? Yeah, any any kind of movement, right? Movement is good. So if it's if it's you know two friends and you say, can you just walk, can, you know, send this this letter down to the to the uh, mailbox for me. So so you send them that, like find little ways to get them out of the house to get them doing things. It doesn't have to be a five mile hike. It can be little things to kind of get them out of the house. But finding more and more creative ways to get your kids to do things um, that are outside. And, and it can be with a friend, right? 
I really, really want our young people to get back to socializing again because that's so critical to their well-being and it's such an important developmental milestone for them to really learn all the nuances of social interaction without a mask because when we're outside, we don't need a mask on. Well, and I know you talked about in an earlier episode, just a little bit, three minutes of mindfulness, where you do a little bit of your affirmation. This is something that you can really multitask. If you allow yourself to just take a quick walk outside, it doesn't have to be so long, could be longer. But if you walk outside, that might be a great time that you're just going to do some of those affirmations or even do it right when you're really stressed as a coping mechanism. Absolutely. And right, as I said, there's different ways to incorporate mindfulness in your walking activity. It could be, you know, you breathe in two steps, you breathe out two steps. It could be, you know, saying, I am safe. I am at peace. I am healthy. I am okay. So, and having some kind of a mantra go through your mind as a way to sort of reset some negative thoughts, because what we want to do is identify some of those really negative patterns that are negatively impacting us and find ways to reset them so that they don't continue to plague us. Right. So they say the reverse of every negative habit is a positive one. So if you're tending to ruminate or stress, maybe that's something you're going to promise yourself. I'm not I'm going to go outside. I'm just going to move. Just moving around can actually kind of shake up your thoughts and get you onto something else. Absolutely. And and what I like to do is, you know, it's again, you don't have to go out and walk for 60 or 90 minutes. Right. Tell yourself, I just need to be outside for at least 10 minutes. And so often in that situation, you say, I've been outside for 10 minutes, but I actually would like to keep going. So you're more likely than once you're out there, it's usually the initial push into an activity or a new activity that feels more daunting. But once you're doing it, your anxiety settles down a little bit, you feel better, and then you're more likely to keep going. So start for a small period of time. Let's create success, right? Don't say, well, if anything less than a 16-minute walk is a failure. That's just setting you up for a really negative expectation. Create success in the things that you're doing. And, and you do that by breaking it down into smaller pieces. So I just need to walk for 10 or 15 minutes. And again, it, doesn't, it can be during your, you know, your lunch hour. I see people out walking all the time. Um, you take, you know, instead of taking a smoke break, you go out and you walk, right? You do something with yourself. You move a muscle and change your mood. And that is an expression that I use all the time. Move a muscle change a mood. Move a muscle, change a mood. Good to remember that. You know, uh, I think that um, even if you find yourself really liking it, you might end up, you could chunk it, right? 10 minutes in the morning or 10 minutes in the afternoon and, and it builds up over time. I know you mentioned walking with a friend. I think for some people, they're so overstimulated. They might need, a busy mom might need some solitude. So it's a good excuse to get out there and do something that that's your relaxed time, whether your walk, your run, you know, instead of, okay, I need my alone time. That's sometimes hard for people to say, but you might get that solitude that you need on a walk. Right. And for some people, they want to listen to, you know, music. They want to have something or a podcast, right? Um, so they want that, that additional stimulation. And that's fine too. For some people, they either don't want that. They just want to listen, right? If we're doing a mindfulness walk, let's just focus on our senses, right? What are the things that I hear? What are the things that I smell? What are the things that I see? You focus on your five senses. Um, so, so to do things in a way that you, you empower yourself. You know what, today I'm going to go for a walk, but I'm not going to put a, a headset on. I'm just going to be present in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Or you say, you know what, I just need to 
dive into 80s pop music. Um, that's what I like. Um, I dive into 80s music and it's just going to take me away to a different place in time. So, so doing things in a purposeful and mindful way gives you this sense of empowerment and you're doing something healthy for yourself. Well, you make a good point. Music can shift our mood too. I can just see you jamming at Institute of Living to like Madonna while you're walking. No, just kidding. Um, That's right. <laughs> but um, this is something that, you know, it's easy, as you said, it's it's inexpensive to do. And I, I speak with so many people who are struggling with their mental health and they feel like their energy is so low. And, and that is a sign, right, of depression, uh, even of anxiety. They just feel like they can't do anything. Um, what's your advice to get them started? Because once they feel that lift, maybe you're more apt to go, but I know sometimes people are like, I just can't, they feel like. So I'm, I have lots of expressions that I like to use, right? So I started with, you know, move a muscle, change your mood. The other one, the other expression that I like to remind people of is energy out gives you room for energy to come in, right? We feel like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't have any energy, but actually the more you expend energy, and I'm not talking about high intensity stuff, but the more you expend energy, the more it allows energy to come into you. And that can be emotional energy too. It's, it's physical energy, but it also is emotional energy. The more you expend energy out, it gives you emotional room to allow energy and hopefully you bring in good energy in. So energy out leaves room for energy to come back in. I love that expression. Okay. So move a muscle change move, move a muscle, muscle change your mood move a muscle change your mood energy out energy it all makes sense uh as far as podcasts i do like to listen to those when i walk i can suggest that maybe you listen to the Kara's cures podcast you can share your Absolutely. talk with someone or listen back to some of your other ones the other thing is um if people are new to meditation i have found this helps me there's a lot of free meditations on uh youtube um and you could listen to those one while you're walking so you feel like it's guided it's timed and if you're not sure what to do with your mind some of them just kind of repeat those affirmations you just mentioned so uh right. just offering that up to people i think sometimes walking with our phones they could either be a distraction or they can be a way that we can really improve our mental health right and i've actually seen people walking talking to someone if that's what's going to get you out there then then that's great too yeah. you might feel like you're with someone that you're connected to someone um, so I'm not going to put anything down if you're out and you're walking. And if you're, you know, obviously if you have a pet, you need to walk your dog as well. Get outside, get walking, move a muscle, change your mood. Love it. All right, Dr. Laura Saunders, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you, Kara. You can find more wisdom on Kara's Cures by scrolling back and seeing episodes here on WFSB Plus. Or if you're listening on the podcast, you can listen to others as well. I share these on social media. So follow me there at Kara Sundland and join our Facebook group, Kara's Cures. Have a great day, everyone. Be well. Freedom of the press is about your right to know. It's about your right to be informed. Today, there are real threats.